I'm just one woman running an online gift store. Welcome to Women Solopreneur Podcast, where you can learn weekly how to grow your business, how to be productive, keep it all together, and how to brand yourself during this crisis. We look forward to you joining us at Women Solopreneur Podcast every week. Welcome to Women Solopreneurs Never Settle. I'm Paula Tatum, your host, and I am flying solo on this episode. Well, February flew away just like nobody's business, and I cannot believe we're in March. That being said, I'm so sorry to my podcast listeners that I am a couple weeks behind with podcasts. I became extremely busy, and um, it just got out of my hands. But over that time, the last couple of weeks, I've did some women business entrepreneur groups and just talking to colleagues and friends um, about women entrepreneurship, why it's at an all-time high, why you know some women that I think would be amazing entrepreneurs never step out. So today's episode is about busting those five myths that stop women from becoming an entrepreneur. So I'll be discussing the five and what I think you can really do to overcome this. Unfortunately, I had none of these fears, but at the same time, I think some fear is good, right? If you're not fearful of anything, you may be delusional and you don't want to be delusional. So let's hop into it. So the number one fear I hear from women entrepreneurs that tell me they had this fear and from um, women that are on the line, you know, that they really don't know what they want to do. And the number one thing, of course, is you need a lot of money. So it depends on what business, right, or what you are looking to do. Do you need a lot of money? I find that women think that haven't stepped into entrepreneurship or have, and this is what they thought they thought is that you have to raise all of this capital. It all has to come from uh, private investors or angel investors. Um, there's a lot of things out there, and it's not easy to raise funds. I am the first to tell you it is very hard. Even if you have a great network, lots of friends and family that are generous, it is hard. It's hard to raise capital, and a lot of times it's hard because maybe your ideal is not as clear. I know in my personal experience when I started Conscious Gifter, um, and even the dog clothing company I had, People didn't understand uh, my whole agenda or my whole vision. And when people don't understand it, they don't want to give to it. And, of course, investments, you know, people that are investing in your business um, are looking for a return, right? Unless they're an angel investor, I suppose. Um, you know, they're not going to be looking for something. But you don't always need a lot of money, you know. And that myth, I think you really need to sit down because I, like last week, I was listening to two women who wanted to open a clothing store and a state that I, to the best of my knowledge, and I researched a little bit of the town they lived in, was not as high as they thought because of, um, you know, real estate today and commercial real estate is um, at a low because a lot of places in the U.S., depending where you are, uh, people are not going into stores as much. But when I was researching it and we came across the cost of rent for a store they would need to start and open, you know, it might not be the best time to do this, but it was interesting. It wasn't the cost they thought it would be. And they were in a medium-sized town. So I think, one, you really need to sit down and really decide how much money you need. I mean, a lot of times you can either under-budget or over-budget too much. I mean, I think for me, I under-budget a lot too much, and that can be overwhelming when you realize the cost of what it's going to take to do advertising, to hire freelancers, that you can't do it all. 
So as a solopreneur, I think, you know, you need to really sit down and really go through really research, talk to people in your industry. There are people who want to talk to you about finances. Everybody isn't closed mouth. Yes, there are people that are entrepreneurs that never will. But when you talk to a lot of people, a lot of people started less than $10,000. And I think there is some research, don't quote me on this, that says that um, there's over 30% of businesses that started uh, with only a capital of $10,000. And I found that interesting. Okay, and the number two, and I think this might have been the group I was in, but we talked about this. I'm too young or I'm too old to become an entrepreneur. So on one hand, I was meeting women who said, and I'm too young. I've only had two jobs. I graduated college in 2017. I don't have anything. I got laid off. I can't find work. I don't know how to start my own ad agency. Um, I'm too scared. I have bills to pay. You know, I'm just too young for this. But they go back to, I'm too young. On the other hand, you'll have people in their 40s or 50s saying, I've got to retire at 65. I've got my son's going to college. I'm just too old to do this. And there's that's just a myth. Don't let that stop you. People, there are people, some of the best entrepreneurs started in their mid-40s, 50s. Um, I recently read about a lady that started a tech company at 57. There are people of every age, but putting these limitations on your life about your age and why you can't be an entrepreneur, especially for anybody, but for women, it's crazy. We already, you know, make ourselves as we age older, or I feel like there's a lot of women, not all, who when they age, they just feel like it's almost a discredit to them to be older. And um, I don't see that. And for younger too, you know, there's never, there's not a perfect age, you know, just become an entrepreneurship. It's all about the right timing. And, you know, for me, I feel like, you know, um, something may not work out the first time, but maybe it works out the second time with the next business. So that's my second myth is the age, you know, I'm too young or I'm too old. No, there's no great age to start a business for sure. Okay, the other, the other third thing, you even hear this, I would say, maybe even before the age, is that I'll have no work-life balance. If I'm an entrepreneur, I'm on 24-7. Mm-hmm. I had somebody tell me this in um, one of my networking meetings. She's like, well, you must be on 24-7. But I feel like when they say you must be on 24-7 and you don't have a work-life balance, really? Because, I mean, people that work in large firms don't have a work-life balance either. Either. So I think that's just another limitation that women put on themselves, that they can't be a mother, they can't be a friend, they can't be a spouse, they can't be a partner. They can only, you know, um, they can only do a job because it has more work-life balance, which is the total opposite. Some people start entrepreneurship um, because they need more work-life balance. They want to work from home. They want to set their own hours. They don't want some, bo- some boss telling them, I, you can't, your child's been sick too many days. I have to let you go. Um, so there are, that's a myth. People actually start entrepreneurship and especially women. I don't know any polls about it, but I'm sure there's research that a lot of women start entrepreneurship because of work-life balance. You'll have a better work-life balance. You'll have friends. Listen, it's all about your personality. It's all about what you prioritize in life. If you prioritize exercising, you'll do it. If you prioritize um, working 29 hours a week instead of 40, you'll do it. I mean, it's just it's just a fact. You, And I don't think, I think we're kind of coming away from this 
with uh, the COVID and the pandemic that people are seeing that how many hours you work doesn't really matter. It's how productive you are during those hours and what you get done. So a work-life balance is one reason why people start, especially women, why they become entrepreneurs. So that should not be a myth that lets you, um, that stops you. And number four, this was the number one thing I heard, um, especially from women my age and older. They said, well, it's going to, it's just too many risk and it's going to take 10 years to make money. Well, I don't know what you mean by make money because people can make money the first year. Yes, it, sometimes it says it takes a couple years to make money. You shouldn't be, you know, thinking you're going to be a millionaire uh, the moment you become an entrepreneur. But at the same time, 10 years, I, you know, and it was, it was like, you know, it wasn't just one person who said it. It was two or three women who said it would take a decade. You know, but what, what stops you from becoming an entrepreneur? I don't have the time. I can't wait 10 years to make money. Well, my thought is that I don't know what you mean by money, but I know that you can make money the first year. It may not just be exactly what you thought. Um, and it's true, you can't be, you know, if it's going to cause too many risks, you can't go out and do it. But at the same time, I don't think that you have to think that it takes 10 years. And I think you're jumping the gun to think it takes 10 years and you're stopping yourself um, by these myths. I don't know how long. It depends on the business. But there's some, like, service businesses. I have um, a good friend who does uh, life coaching, and it is general, and, and she does very well. She lives in a state that has low, no, no state tax, and she does very well. I mean, she can pick up her children. She can do all kinds of things. Now, you know, it might not be the income you like, but I'm just saying that it doesn't take 10 years. You know, it depends on what you're doing um, to make income, you know. So that's number four. Okay, number five, everyone will think I'm crazy for leaving my job and becoming an entrepreneur. Most people are just not thinking about you. As women and as caretakers, as moms, spouses, partners, we think we care way too much what other people think about us. And these people are not thinking about us. They're just not. I mean, maybe a close girlfriend. Maybe you have five people who are thinking about you. And I'm preaching to myself. There are times in my life that I come to that I'm like, oh my God, they're going to think I'm crazy. I'm starting this new adventure. They're going to think I'm nutty. You know, everybody in the world, nobody's probably thinking about me. Nobody's thinking about me. And the people that I'm thinking about, you know, are probably definitely not thinking about me. And I, we care too much what other people think. And to be an entrepreneur, you kind of have to step on on a limb. You have to care what your customers think and what your clients think. But at the same time, you know, not becoming an entrepreneur because of what people think of it is crazy. You know, I had a lady tell me that she wanted to, anyhow, she wanted to do something that was kind of pertained to COVID. Um, although I would like to think we're a leg over COVID and COVID is going to be in the next year, hopefully, um, a different, you know, different world. But what I said to her was, I didn't think her ideal was crazy, but I thought, you know, I don't know how long that could last because we're, hopefully we're only another year into the pandemic. I don't even want to jinx myself and say that. But anyhow, I was saying that and she was like, well, I think everybody will think I'm crazy. And I'm like, I mean, it was a great idea. I thought it's not crazy. It's not crazy, but you know, to constantly think what other people think is a little crazy. You have to be able to, you know, 
not care to some degree what people think of your idea because you'll never succeed if you're waiting for somebody else to give you confidence. So my number one is you need a lot of money. Money stops us on everything in life. It's not just this. It's money for this or that always and not having myths. So one, do your research about the industry you're going into. That's my suggestion for that. You know, talk to people that um, have started from scratch and talk to them if they're in your industry, what it really they think it would really cost. It's good to do your research. Don't just assume it costs a lot of money. Look at other ways to raise funds. Be creative. Get in groups where people are really motivated by launching their business. Number two, you're too old or young. I guess for this myth, I would just say, listen, you're not. You're not too young and you're not too old. It's just a fact. Entrepreneurs and women entrepreneurs are of all ages. They are not just one age, and there is never the right age to start. Number three, you will have no work-life balance. Ladies, let me tell you, you probably will have a better work-life balance working for yourself. Not always true, because entrepreneurs can do it. But it's, it's about, you know, your mind and setting your mind to how many hours you're going to work. It's really about you. It's not about the job or the service you're in. It's about you setting those limitations. I don't care what you do. You can set limitations to have a work-life balance and put in time for people you really care about. Sometimes we put in time for people that are not worth our time. And that includes, you know, sometimes even people, you know, within our world that are close to us, you know. I mean, we just have to back out and say, okay, this is enough. I don't need to put time in that. So work-life balance, you'll probably have a better work-life balance. Uh, being a, a female entrepreneur, take 10 years to make money. My friend, this is another one. Do your research. This is not going to probably take you 10 years. It depends on the industry that you're going into. It depends if it's service, if it's product-based, what you're doing. But you should really do your research. There is no reason you shouldn't start because you believe it's going to take 10 years to make money. Um, look, I wouldn't tell anybody to start a business if the only if they have no savings and they have no other way to make income and it's going to really stretch them and they can't get along. But you need to do your research. Five, everyone will think I'm crazy. Well, people already think I'm crazy, so that's okay. <laughs> it's better than I think crazy is better than normal, anyhow. But no, seriously, I think that we think a little bit too much about what other people think. And yes, some people may think you're crazy, but. That's just not is going to have much effect on your life, you know, um, if you leave your job and you become an entrepreneur. You know, I think if this pandemic has taught us anything, it should have taught us that, hey, at the end of the day, we need to take care of ourselves and we really need to make sure we're doing the things we love. So don't let myths stop you before becoming an amazing entrepreneur, a female entrepreneur, that you can change the world, you know. Um, I hope that this episode brought you some encouragement and I would love to hear I'm hoping to start interviews back after April um, but I have a busy work-life schedule until then but I if you would like to have me talk about um, any kind of female entrepreneurship subject or interview someone please shoot me a message on LinkedIn and I will leave my LinkedIn here and I hope that you all have a fabulous week